Yo, it's Christian Devian. Welcome to episode six of the Christian Devian podcast. Shout out to Out, out the Box Mag. You know what I'm saying? Just joined the live. Uh, pretty sure one of our episodes just dropped. We just had a good episode. If y'all ain't tuned into Out the Box Mag, our podcast, um, me and my homeboys, Cody, Tori, Lonnie, aka Ish. AKA that man. You know what I'm saying? We we do our little weekly thing, you know what I'm saying? So go to the YouTube out the box mag. Um and check that check that podcast out, man. I think we on like episode four or five, Cody. We might be on six. Shout out to my boy Ezra back in this thing. Um Yeah, man. I'm about to I'm about to run through about to run through this week's episode. Probably gonna take an hour, maybe a little bit more. I don't know yet. Um but of course, you know, we talking music, we talking culture news, we talking sports, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. yeah, Cody just said we on episode five of Out the Box Mag. So, um, look, man, we about, to, we, about, we about to get to it. You know what I mean? We about to get to it. I'm about to start with this Chris Brown review. Chris Brown dropped, what, 11-11? It dropped on the, the 10th of 11, you know, he branded it as 11 songs. What what what's the name of the Meek Mill Rick Ross album? Too good to be true. He dropped 22 songs. And he he was slick with it. He say uh you know 11 a.m. is the first 11 and 11 p.m. He said he you know <laughs> he just can't not drop 20. I guess when you make that much music you can't you can't help it. It's cool, but it's cool. We don't we don't get to we don't get to. I'm gonna run through the the 22 real quick and see see how fast it take me to do this track one angel numbers um slash ten toes he he real good at the whenever you see the dash and then another track whenever it's two songs that's when chris get busy so you know that's a seven that's a like the first half of the other track is is a real good intro like it's been a lot of good intro songs um lately especially especially in r&b um, Angel Numbers is real good. Ten Toes, I like a little bit better on the other side. I don't know. It's a very good song. It's a seven. It's one of the best songs on the album. Um, track two is Sensational. Leading single. If you heard it, you heard it when it dropped. Really fuck with Sensational. It's a, it's a cool vibe. Um, track three is a seven out of ten for me. Press Me. Press Me. 6.5. Sound like some 2000, 2000s R&B. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with it. Um, track four, that's on you, Future. Seven out of ten for me, man. I could really do a quick Chris Brown, Future ranking songs list. Like, I like when they when they uh, collab for real. They could really do a do an album. That shit would be lit. Um, that song, I don't know if you ever heard. You did it by Chris Brown and Future. It's one of my favorite like songs. It's one of my favorite songs. You know. I don't know what it is, you know, two toxic niggas get together, just make good music. Um, and they did it again on this on this track that's on you. Um track five, it feels something. It's called Feel Something. Six point five, I fuck with it. Track six, best ever, featuring Maida. I ain't know who this was. She cold. That's a seven for me. Um track seven, no one else, featuring Friday, like 
he be getting busy on them hooks. They cold, man. Um, it's like one of, at this point, this was like my favorite song on the album. Um, it's a 7 out of 10 for me. Track 8, Shooter, that's a 6.5 for me. Nightmares, featuring Byron, Messiah. Favorite album, favorite album, favorite song on the album. It's an 8 out of 10 for me. I didn't listen to it. I feel like it was another single that he dropped. I didn't listen to it when it dropped. Um, and it don't matter when I would have listened to it. I probably still would have fucked with it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My boy Ezra in the gym watching a live. Appreciate you, Brody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but when I listened to Nightmares in the album, I was like, yeah, like I probably ran it back a few times. I really like the beat and the, the chorus. To me, it's the strongest chorus on the on the whole project. And Messiah just glide like he glide on that second verse, like yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Chris Brown, he always give you one, like at least one. That's just like yeah, yeah. And that's nightmares is the one. Track ten, very special, six point five. I like it. Track 11, Messed Up, that's a 7 out of 10. Um, that last verse, crazy. The hook on there is crazy. Track up, track 12, Midnight Freak. It's one of them, you know, midnight, you know, you play, you know. When you about to get, you about to get, you about to go put that work in. That's what you play. You know what I'm saying? Midnight Freak, 7 out of 10. Track 13, Moonlight, that's a 6 for me. Um, track 14, Bouncing slash G5, another 6 for me. Track 15, Make Up Your Mind. It's a seven. He's spitting on that motherfucker. Like, Make Up Your Mind. One of the best songs on a, on a project. Track 16, Stutter. It's a 6.5 for me. Um, I like the production. Track 17, Need a Friend. Seven. That's a very good concept. Another real good song on the album. This album's good. Like, like this album's real good. I think I like this album more than his last one. I forget the name of his last one. I think I like this album more. Summer Too Hot's cool. He always makes songs like this every album that, you know, it's like a pop dance. It's gonna it's gonna work alive, you know what I'm saying? Situation. Uh it's cool for me. Uh Feelings Don't Lies, track 19, that's a six. Red flags, it's a real cool song, six point five. Closer seven out of ten for me. It's track twenty-one. One of my favorite courses, like, he ended the project well. 22 views, last track, that's a 7 out of 10. So overall, he, he got a 6.9 out of 10 for me. As far as the album, Nightmare, Nightmares being a standout, and there's a lot of very good songs on here. Uh, so yeah, that's my Chris Brown review slash ranking slash rating on the album, 6.9 out of 10. That's a good album. That's damn near a very good album. And then uh, another song, whenever you hit eight out of 10 for me, like you on the playlist. When you drop an album, you, you get something on there. You did what I needed you to do. Pause.
Alright, Too Good To Be True, Meek, Rick Ross. They they titled the album Perfect. Too Good To Be True, man. They titled the album Perfect. I was hoping the album was going to be a little bit better. I'm not going to lie to you, I only listened to it one time. It ain't even worth me breaking down every song. Um, I don't even know what the ranking would be. I'm going to be honest. Let me just be honest with you. My favorite song is They Don't Really Love You. I remember listening to that listening to it more more than once and wondering where Meek was. I mean, that didn't make sense. That was a song he could have stood out on. Um, his flex freestyle was lit. It's cool, but obviously, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Music is weird right now. You could use it for a lot of different reasons. Um, it don't seem like they was really trying hard. Pause to to really create something special. So you could just tell. Um, so that's I'm gonna leave it at that. Still fuck with Ross. Still fuck with Meek. This is you know they've already gave us classics. You know what I mean. So it would have been nice for another one. You know what I mean, but it is what it is. Wayne and Change dropped this week. Got 50 Cent narrating the trailer. Now, you know, hopefully they don't, hopefully they make Meek and Ross rethink what they did. You know what I'm saying? And please, man, I hope they, they just went crazy. Like, I really hope Wayne and Change rapping their ass off on this album, man. Um, so, Again, I'll do a review this week. And if the album is worth me going through, combing through, I'll comb through it and I'll rate every song on there. Um, Drake and Cole going on tour. When they start, January or something like that? Like two, three months? Starting to make sense. I don't know if I said it on a podcast when I did my Drake review, but I'm pretty sure I did say this part. You can tell that the song First Person Shooter was definitely, I know I talked about the production. It was definitely something that Drake was thinking live. Whenever you talk about songs, like before you become an artist that tours, like you can make music and not really think about too many things. Um, But when you become a touring artist and that's how you make most of your money, there's a change that a lot of artists end up doing because Ain't nothing like performing a song that sound good and the car sound good when you by yourself, but then when you perform it, it's like boring to perform. It's no energy on there. It's, you know what I mean? You could have talent, but you could be putting the audience to sleep so it ain't even worth, you know, performing, even though it's a good song, right? So first person shooter felt like that was a, a we about to we about to make a hit first, first of all. It's going to be a hit. Two, we're going to be able to perform this live. Now it makes even more sense that they're doing a whole tour together because what you think going to be the one of the loudest songs they do? First Person Shooter. Um, I still hope that on Cole's album, they got one of those where they really rapping on a different type of beat. And it could still be upbeat. It could still be something that can be performed live. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully it's something where they they going at each other. You know what I'm saying? Pause. I'm about to go through these Grammy nominations next. You know what I'm saying? Um, The ones I care about, right? 
Cyphers. SZA probably about to go crazy this year with the Grammys. Uh, what's the name of the album? Is it SOS? Pretty sure. Um, it's a great R&B album. Great album, period. I'm pretty sure it's nominated for album of the year. Um, Snooze was crazy. Kill Bill was her leading single, I'm pretty sure. And that was a very good song, very good concept. It matched the energy, the production she was um, using, utilizing on the project. So, what up, Cole? I really, uh, I expect her to win a lot, you know, truly. So, Victoria Monet, Ice Spice, and Coco Jones nominated for Best New Artist. I can see them giving it to Ice. I think Coco deserve it. Her name keep coming up on this podcast. I'm going to do her album review for sure. Hit Boy and Metro nominated for Producer of the Year. That's lit. You know, that's lit that we got some rap producers in there. Uh, you know, Take Keith. I don't know if Take Keith ever. Y'all let me know if Take Keith ever got nominated for Producer of the Year. Because he definitely deserved one over these last five years. ICU or Kill Bill could take R&B performance. ICU over Kill Bill. I don't know about y'all. ICU versus Snooze. That would like if that came on in a in a versus. How would you feel? Conflicted. I don't know. Um, Snooze should win best R&B song. Coco should get best R&B album. I don't think uh, Scissors album is in that category. SOS is getting best progressive album. It's crazy. Like they just be coming up with these categories, progressive R and B. That's not a that's a genre. No, they just had to create something to get more artists nominated, to get more artists included into the Grammys. Like what? Progressive R and B. What's that? Um Drake and Twenty One might get best rap performance. What is it for Rich Flex or something like that? All my life, Cole, Dirk, best melodic rap. Somebody else could get it, but I think that's who's gonna get it. And it's crazy. Cole get no, keep getting nominated for these Grammys that he don't even care about, um, because it's him on these features. It's crazy. He he on a crazy uh, yo, what's good? He on this crazy feature run, and a lot of his features are getting nominated for Grammys. Like fall off. I think he's gonna clean. Hopefully, his album is going to be nominated. You know, hopefully he earns that right, too. But um, how many, like, what? His Grammy that he won, he won it with 21. That's, like, at the beginning of his feature run. So it's crazy. Um, They probably might get Nicki or Doja, the best rap song of the year. Um, And Killer Mike had... So far, I'm going to break down at the end of the year. I'm going to break down my favorite rap albums that dropped this year. Killer Mike probably had the best album. Um, and I can hear him winning that. But her loss could also get there. So, all right, I'm going to talk about the Kiki Palmer situation real quick. And that will be the end of my music segment. And it's really not music. It's just, you know, topics. It's nasty, man. I can remember listening to uh, her podcast. I forget what it's called. I was about to say something, but I don't know if that's what it is. So I ain't going to say it. Anyway, I remember him being on a... I remember Darius. 
Kiki Palmer's, I don't know if y'all listen to a podcast. It's real good. I haven't listened to it in a minute. But her mom's always on there for at least 15 minutes. Um, and she'll interview somebody, but she'll also talk to her mom and maybe a close friend or something. And I remember one episode, he was on there, right? Darius was on there. And then I can't, I can't exactly tell you what was said, but it was just so ironic what he said and what she said about him and their relationship or just relationships period she drops that episode like and then that weekend she's at usher and it's like from that episode it was just went downhill you know as far as their projection of their relationship i don't know how it was before that but i just found that funny and to think that it done got this bad like him being abusive like shit crazy um just to know like what these people you know and you know normal people put their relationship business online too and you know everybody usually you know it always be rosy until it ain't rosy everything be pretty till it ain't and now it's fuck that nigga and it's just like we could have been told you fuck that nigga you should have been but who am i to say what you should or shouldn't do you know what i mean that's that on that. That's all I got to say. I don't condone none of that shit. None of that fuck shit. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. That's my music segment. Alright, now we about to get into college football. Alright, Michigan versus Penn State. Get action. Michigan got the win. What was it? There? Was it their interim head coach? He was very emotional at the end of the game, like like Jim Harbaugh was gone, like he was dead, like he was crying. His like I mean, I get it. They doing y'all, they doing y'all wrong, but he ain't have to be that emotional. Y'all ain't beat Alabama or somebody. Y'all ain't beat Georgia. He crying up there. Y'all beat Penn State. And granted, Penn State one of the best teams in the country, top fifteen, top ten, whatever they fall. You could relax, buddy. It's all right. They obviously care for each other over there. You know what I mean? Obviously, right? Um, they dealt with some adversity, you know what I'm saying, that week. Them giving Harbaugh the suspension on, what, Friday or something like that? Yeah. It's just ridiculous, man, truly. Um, but Michigan still beats Penn State, as we, as I, as I thought. Penn State, they fired their offensive coordinator. Offense just don't do good against the best teams. You know what I mean? And uh, that defense is very good, though. Penn State's defense is real good. And up until this point, I've had Michigan being, this is why you have to play teams. You know what I'm saying? This is why This is why when you don't play teams, um, your record and how you're viewed, everybody's perspective on you is kind of skewed because up until this point Michigan looks the most dominant looks the most balanced looks like they could throw the ball run the ball stop the run stop the pass all these things their weakness might be throwing the ball because you threw the ball eight times granted you a good team so you won the game that run game 
That's ridiculous. To hand the ball off, what, 30 times in a row? They didn't throw the ball in the second half. I don't know. The difference between Michigan and Ohio State might be Marvin Harrison. Both of their defenses are pretty good. You know, Penn State pretty much put up the same amount of points on each of them. Cal McCord did not look great against Penn State. He threw the ball more than eight times, though. They weren't afraid to throw that ball. And maybe it's because they had a Marvin Harrison Jr., and that's what I'm saying. Maybe he's the difference. Maybe Ohio State does deserve to be ranked better than Michigan. Um, I'd be wrong a lot. That's one of the one of the times I was definitely wrong. I, that's how I feel, and I could be wrong about this. They could play. Michigan could figure out how to win. You know what I'm saying? But as of right now, to me, look like Ohio State is the better team and probably gonna win the Big Ten and probably get in the college football playoff because of it. Georgia dominated Ole Miss. It was an interesting game. Um, Georgia really showing you what they can do offensively. I couldn't tell. I didn't know when I was recording this last week if uh, Brock Bowers was going to be back. He was back. Um, that offense looks very good. Carson Beck looks very good at quarterback. Um, and Georgia should handle Tennessee this week. That's really the best game of the week. Um you know how Tennessee's been playing um, disappointing. I ain't no Tennessee fan, but I know a lot of them. I enjoy y'all when y'all playing real good. It ain't happened that often, but you know, when y'all good, I you know y'all y'all better to be around. Um, but Georgia should handle Tennessee. It's not really too many eventful games this week in college football. Um, so that's that's that on that segment. All right, now we about to get into NFL. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start with 49ers beating the Jags. Last week, I picked the Jaguars to beat the 49ers. One team was on a win streak. The other team wasn't. Um, the 49ers added Chase Young. I can't remember if it was before, during, or after I recorded this. Um, but he played a big factor in Trevor Lawrence's lack of success, I'll say. Um, and I was wrong, you know. The 49ers beat the fuck out of the Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? Brock Purdy played like he played most of his career so far, right? He had a few shaky games, and, he, and he's back. You know what I'm saying? Their team's more healthy, and then they added a weapon on defense, so it's good. Now, look. Usually when I do my picks, if you listen to the whole podcast, if you if you, if you you uh, consume my content as consistently as I drop it at this up to this point, then you understand, you know, it's been weeks where I'll pick three college football games, three NFL games. I just started picking NBA and 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 uh, college basketball. So you know we're talking at least six games a week that I'm picking. Um, I'm gonna be wrong. I'm gonna be wrong. 
So, you know, most of the time, the comments that I get is when I'm wrong, right? You know, how social media react to negativity. People can't wait to tell you you're wrong. And I like that. I love that. Because I'll be, I'll be listening to Colin Coward. I'll be listening to Nick Wright. I'll be listening to Stephen A. I'll be listening to a lot of people um, that pick certain shit. And I'll be like, man, I can't wait till the next episode. Yo, I can't wait till the next episode to hear uh, them address them being wrong, which is so important for me to come in here. Every time I'm wrong, you know, I like to be like, I was wrong because we be wrong. And it's going to happen. And like I said, as a fan, I enjoy when <laughs> people be wrong and I be disagreeing with them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but sometimes it be getting out of hand and it ain't one person. It's just collectively that all y'all. Like a couple weeks ago, I picked the Cowboys beating the Eagles, right? Somebody. And I get the algorithm is algorithm, right? It, you can't control what the algorithm do. What up, Alicia? You can't really control what the algorithm do, but um, somebody has said, you know, put your money where your mouth is, bro. The Eagles going to beat the Cowboys. And, you know, we had a little back and forth respect, respectively, you know what I'm saying? He was right, and I was wrong. And I came on a podcast, and I made another post talking about why I was wrong and how they won. You know what I'm saying? But when you get a whole bunch of comments after the game, and, and people talking about how, how uh, damn, what happened? That, those be funny. What happened, bro? What you mean what happened? And you seen the game. Stop asking me what happened. We both know what happened. <laughs> but when people be commenting after the win, as if they commenting before the win, y'all started getting, y'all was, was being annoying. You know what I'm saying? After the win. You sure that's what's gonna happen, nigga? You you know the game already over, and you and you you only talking to me afterwards. I say that to say, I do a podcast. I do have favorite teams, and I make it known who my favorite teams are. But I am picking games that I'm emotionally not tied to. Y'all are tied to your specific team, right? So I'm gonna be wrong every week, and I'm not really gonna care about being wrong. You get what I'm saying? Um, but your team is your team every week. So every 49ers fan that commented on that, that certain post, when y'all lose again, I will be in y'all shit asking you what the fuck happened. What the fuck happened? I still think y'all should win the Super Bowl. Win. See, got me talking crazy. Y'all should get there. Y'all should get there. And the Chiefs was going to beat y'all ass. I was trying to goddamn fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I, I told y'all y'all was going to win a game, lose a game. Y'all had already lost three in a row. I'm sorry. That's why y'all was so excited. Y'all finally got a little W in my comments, happy as hell. It's cool. It's cool. Y'all on my list. I know at every last one of y'all, I will be in the comments when y'all fucking losing. Y'all better be talking just like y'all was talking when y'all won y'all game against the Jaguars in week, what, nine? This shit don't fucking matter, nigga. The Jaguars could still make the playoffs, still get in the Super Bowl if they want to, and y'all could make the playoffs and lose in the second round. Be excited. I hate when people be excited about winning regular season games, nigga. You could tell y'all ain't won a Super Bowl in 30 years. Some of y'all young as hell, fans of the 49ers, and ain't never seen your team win a Super Bowl, nigga. The Eagles done won. Tom Brady done won. Eli Manning done won. Ben Roethlisberger done won. 
Drew Brees. It's a lot of niggas that done came in the league and left, and y'all still ain't won a championship, nigga. Cap done came, got to the Super Bowl, took a knee, ain't been in the NFL. Y'all ain't been in the, y'all have been in the Super Bowl since, actually, and lost two, three times. So why y'all talking in my comments like y'all crazy, bro? My bad, y'all. My bad. I be getting a little passionate. I be getting a little passionate. I still think the 49ers, very good team. One of the best teams in the NFC. Um, yo, yo, my bad, Alicia. I had a cut up real quick. I had a cut up real quick. Um, but yeah, that was for y'all. The Browns beat the Ravens late with a comeback. I done, I done got into it with some Browns fans because they lost to the 49ers, bro. I picked the 49ers to beat the Browns. Y'all wasn't there. Y'all wasn't in the comments then. And I'm over here arguing with Browns fans. Then where was y'all? Y'all y'all ain't had my back then. A nigga pick your team to lose and now y'all y'all got something to say. Shut the fuck up, man. Shut the fuck up. Don't shut the fuck up. Keep talking, for real. I really enjoyed it. Back and forth. I really do. Browns beat the Ravens. Deshaun Watson's back. And I already said, like, all he got to do is play, like, decently. And the team's defense is good enough to win. Lamar Jackson, they've been talking about Lamar Jackson all week about him turning over the ball and um, comparing him to Josh Allen, which makes no sense. Like, Lamar Lamar should figure it out. It's, is he going to figure it out in the playoffs? You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's had some games. The AFC North is tricky. Like, they're so competitive, so. Like, them losing to the Browns is, it's all right. Like, it's all right. They, they'll they figure it out in the playoffs. The Browns are real good, though. You know what I'm saying? The Browns are real good. C.J. Stroud might be one of my next favorite quarterbacks. Beat the Bengals. I was not expecting them to beat the Bengals. I was expecting them to, him to play good. But, man, he outplayed Joe Burrow. He's a rookie playing like this. You know what I'm saying? I was talking about Dak last week and the difference between Dak and C.J. Stroud. And, like, you could see, like, as a rookie, Dak played good his rookie year, but he didn't have – he had hella weapons. Um, C.J. Stroud don't got as many weapons. Good defense, defensive-minded coach. Um, but uh, C.J. Stroud, like, really might be top five quarterbacks couple in the next few years, like. That's how he playing. Like, difference between him and Brock Purdy is, again, he don't got as many weapons. He don't got an offensive-minded mastermind coach. And he's doing what he's doing. So imagine more weapons. Imagine, uh, obviously, their offensive coordinator is doing right. So I won't even say change the offensive coordinator, but I'm just saying the difference between Brock Purdy. Damn, y'all about to fry me up. I'm still talking bad about the Niners. The difference between Brock Purdy and C.J. Stroud, obviously, is the talent level. They both very poised. Um, C.J. CJ Stroud just got a little bit more talent. Um, he's going to be a good quarterback. Um, Bengals and Ravens play. I'm about to predict that real quick. Um, damn, bro. This is a hard prediction. Like It's one of my hardest predictions I've done. Both teams real good. Both teams coming off a loss. Uh Baltimore beat the Bengals earlier in the year. This is this is while the Bengals were struggling though. Yet this was one of Joe Burrow's best games during that time that they had in the beginning of the season when they weren't winning any games. For real, this this I still don't know who's who I think is gonna win. But I am gonna say the Ravens. B 
because they're playing in Baltimore. The Ravens usually bounce back off a loss this year. Man. It's, it's going to be this the best game of the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Ain't too much going on in college. This is the best game of the weekend. Oh, hold on. And the Chiefs play the Eagles this week. See, that 49ers shit got me throwed off. This going to be the NFL is that this weekend. Monday night, too. Um, Super Bowl repeat. Jalen Hurts versus the Chiefs. This is a hard pick. This is an even harder. Pause. Uh, usually, I come in here already predetermined who I think is going to win. And I said, these two, I just couldn't. I, it's hard for me to. So, I'm just going off a feel right now. Truly. I feel like the Chiefs probably going to beat the Eagles. But last time I said the Eagles was going to lose, they going to win. They I just trust the better quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. Him and Travis Kelsey will figure it out. The Eagles' defensive back is their weakness. But the Chiefs' weakness is their receiver. So they ain't got nobody that's going to guard Travis Kelsey. Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey should figure out how to beat this team again. Patrick Mahomes beat the Eagles last year when he was hurt. I could see the Eagles winning, but I really got the Chiefs winning that, man. It's some two, like, two tough games, like, two crazy games happening in football this weekend, both in the NFL. Um, but, yeah, that's it for my NFL segment. All right, about to finish this pod up, talking about college basketball and NBA real quick. You know what I'm saying? Iowa beat Virginia Tech. You know what I'm saying? Um, Caitlin Clark scored 40 on them. She didn't shoot the best, but she still put 40 up. Liz Kitley started slow, picked up in the end. Um, Georgia Moore, she was hooping. She wanted the guards. I was telling y'all that I could pull it, and she was letting that thing go. Like, it was a very good game. This was a very entertaining game. Again, if you don't watch college basketball, I don't know what you're doing. And if you ain't paying attention to the girls, the girls be hooping. The games be lit. Like, watching her and Caitlin go at it was was fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, Virginia Tech's still going to be a good team. Going to go deep in a um, tournament this year in Iowa. With, what's her name? With Stokey? Stokey? I, I think it's Stokey. She played great, like. They're going to go deep in this tournament. It's going to be interesting. And what made what's making college basketball, especially the women, even more interesting is UConn losing to NC State. Caught me by surprise. I seen a notification. I didn't see the game. I haven't even watched any highlights, but I just wanted to speak on it. UConn women's losing. Like, this is, you know, I'm, I'm a CT nigga. So hearing that, like, you, like this haven't happened that many times, like, for real. Like, it hasn't happened that many times. UConn women's basketball team losing a game to anybody, let alone a team, no disrespect to NC State, but they not a top 10 team. That's usually who UConn would lose to if they do you lose, right? They'll be fine, though. They'll be fine. I think it's just showing you how, like, in all of these sports, that's why it is hard to pick these games. I'm going to be wrong. I didn't pick that many games this week. Two or three in the NFL. Basically one in college football. It would be nice if Tennessee beat Georgia, but 
you know, hopefully I'm wrong about that. A lot of the times when I pick games, I be wanting to be wrong, but I just, you know, I just be thinking of these things logically and unbiasedly, as unbiasedly as I can. Um, and I give the pick, you know what I'm saying, based on what I think is going to happen. Now, what I want to happen could be different than what I think is going to happen. Um, that's why I don't be... I be... I, be, I just got hot over the 49ers situation only because of how people are, not necessarily about the game. It's just like, bro, don't come in my comments talking like you commenting before the game. And then blame the algorithm. Y'all annoying as hell. <laughs> College basketball men, though. Arizona beat Duke. I was wrong. I ain't seen no Duke fans in my shit. I was wrong. Arizona beat Duke. Arizona's real ba real balanced team. Caleb Love is on Arizona. Ah, it was very clear as day who was who he was. He was making plays, but then he was not making plays. He's like a polarizing athlete for real. Um, it was a great game game to watch. The tournament is going to be good on both sides, the men and the women. Um, Kyle Filipowski is him. He is. He was the best player on the floor. But Arizona, like, they just finished the game. They pretty much was in control of the game. Um, I was entertained. College basketball, sports, and hoes, just in a good place right now. I'm very entertained. Um, are we going to talk about the NBA real quick? We about to get out of here. NBA. Clippers on a losing streak since signing James Harden, and I'm pretty sure today's Wednesday morning. They played last night, I'm pretty sure, in-season tournament against Denver, and they lost. I think it was close, but they still lost. So they might still be on a – it was like a four-game losing streak a couple of days ago. It might be five now. Seems like they're going to have to decide what they do with James Harden and Russ. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to have to come off the bench. It probably should be Russ that starts because he has – he already has the chemistry built up with – the team and then James Harden has to be acclimated but you know he think he the system or whatever you know and it's just like bro like people people want to win championships and your system don't get people to championships so you're gonna have to listen to Ty Lue do what got to be done in order for the team to work but I could see the Clippers blowing up this year like Kawhi leaving Paul George leaving after this season you know what i mean on paper they look like it's hard to say they not gonna be good you know what i mean but it's just not looking good i'll say that cam reddish missed the game winning shot last week and since after everybody was frying lebron for making the right play and telling us what jordan y'all man y'all really really need to get off jordan's nutsack y'all be calling people bronze sexuals but really y'all are the the ones emotionally attached because you're like because y'all act like jordan never passed it to somebody for a game winning shot never michael would have shot it he he done passed it to plenty teammates at the end of the games but when lebron do it Jordan wouldn't do it. Kobe wouldn't do it. Like Metal World Peace didn't hit the game winning shot. 
mean, we we got we got into it on out the box about LeBron and and um Jordan. But yeah, like y'all judge LeBron differently. That's one. Two Cam Reddish since missing a shot. Knocked down a, a clutch shot against who they playing in the end season? The Suns. And I was wrong about that. I was wrong about it, but I was the reason why I was wrong about Lakers losing. I said the Lakers were gonna lose to the Suns if A D didn't play. A D played. They won close game. I think Bradley Bills in two. I don't think Devin Booker hasn't played either. Man. All these injuries. Lakers starting to look good. D'Angelo Russell starting to look good. They put Austin Reeves, Reeves on the bench. He, and he's coming off the bench producing. Um, they're starting to get healthy. I think Jared Vanderbilt still hurt. Rui's back and he's hooping. Um, Cam Reddish is playing very good. They need those role players in order for them to go deep in the playoffs pause Austin Reeves D Rui Cam Reddish Prince Christian Wood he been hooping really like the Lakers they like 5 and 5 right now but you know you know you know how this could end but yeah man this is ep- that was episode 6 of the Christian Devion podcast you know what I mean? Hopefully this will be up tonight. It's Wednesday. Hopefully I could get it done when I get done working. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, I'm doing this live. So if you wanna, if you just listen and you happen to find me another way, either through Twitter or TikTok or just on the podcast apps or whatever. You know what I'm saying? YouTube. Follow me on follow me on Instagram, and you can catch the live whenever I do it. It be random times, bro. I can't even tell you. I could, I'm gonna stick to it. Yo, what up, Sid? <laughs> I can't even tell you a schedule, but and they gonna be doing this shit live every week. You could watch the full thing, cause I'm always posted. So appreciate y'all for listening.